done the intro yet. Okay, so we're gonna start. So we're gonna start at like 2:15. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Detroit Dart Talk. In the studio today, we have Pete Fuzzy Pete, Connor McGaffey, your boy Tom, and on the uh, Discord we have Eric. You skipped one. We had you got your boy Eric, Eric on the Discord. Yeah, you're in Discord. And who, who else do we have on Discord? I'm here or whatever. <laughs> that was Alice yeah. some, or something. That's Alice Coat Duck, for those that don't know. And I'm here too. That is Mr. Nathan. So we have... Is, what do we have? Is, we have is six, how introductions go? Uh, yeah, basically. Sometimes they do go like We're, we're very formal. That's the okay. best Here introduction you know. ever. Yeah, we're pretty formal. Uh, so today we have a total of six people on the call. Just because, you know, like four wasn't enough. Did I miss our man in the studio? Maybe it didn't come through. Who's the man in the studio? Yeah, we already got got Pete. Oh, my bad. I didn't hear him. Okay. Yeah, Um, uh, Tim got abducted by a Hufflepuff. Yeah, Tim is is off with his family doing family stuff with a family vacation. That's true. He did get abducted by a Hufflepuff. Isn't he already a Hufflepuff? I thought he was a Gryffindor. I don't know. I'm a Hufflepuff. I actually don't know how he identifies. I'm pretty sure he identifies with all four houses. Uh, he sent me uh, a picture today. So for all of you guys who don't know, um, Tim decided this year that End War, he really needed to do the deepest dive possible. So he decided that he was going to go to Hogwarts before going to End War, since the, you know, the theme of End War this year is going to be Hogwarts and uh, Harry Potter. So he's uh, right now enjoying uh, a little trip through the halls of uh, Hogwarts Castle and into the Forbidden Forest. He might even be riding, he should be, Riding on Hagrid's motorbike, in fact, because Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure opened uh, literally tomorrow, but there's probably it's probably soft openings today. Yeah, he might be robbing Gringotts. Yeah, he he robbed Gringotts this morning. Escaped on the Hogwarts Express. Yeah, and he moving also, on. <laughs> yeah, he apparently identifies as Head Boy, which sounds dirty. Yeah, it's bad. Um, it's even worse. So we're going to start out with recent <laughs> events. I think, Depends on where you put the inflection, really. I think the only recent <laughs> event we've done up here is a Detroit Dart League. We're not going to talk too much about that for secrecy's sake, considering that this is should be coming out like right before End War, so we don't want to give away too much. But if you want to see what it looks like when you set up our field, there's a video on uh, the channel that hopefully this video is going to be going out on, Detroit Nerf. So there's a time lapse of us setting up the field. It's pretty neat. So yeah, go check that out. Uh, but me, I think me were the only ones here that attended. Did did you have anything to comment about Detroit Dart League? No, I thought it went pretty well. I think we're doing pretty good as a team. I don't know. I'm up. yeah. I'd like to hear uh, Pete Fuzzy Pete's. Uh, you know, why don't you tell us about how the event went, man? Like I don't know. An um, outside opinion. For me, it it definitely was a uh, change of pace compared to being here in the Dart Club. Uh, my prophecy was. Not as accurate as I thought it would be, but uh, otherwise, um, I still feel bad that I'm the only one here in this uh, in this podcast that's not going to be at End War this year. There's still time. No, there's not because of work. I can't get time off because I'm the oh, assistant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and my supervisor has it off, and we can't take the same days off. Boom. Yeah. Well. Oh well. So, uh, Alice, have you done any events? Uh, how do you mean? Nerf-related nerf, events. Nerf or nothing. Uh, I think the last Nerf event I went to was actually um, 
the the one at the Detroit Dark. Detroit Dark Club. Yeah, I, I've been. Uh, I've I've just been super busy with with other stuff lately. Um, went to Maker Fair, San Francisco, and that was exciting. So yeah, jealous! Saw you, uh, oh my gosh! So you met iDubs. That's pretty. It's pretty jealous of that. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, uh, he he's super nice, dude. He seems like it. Uh, I we actually we recorded a bit of video together. I mean, don't get excited. It's not like a collab. Excitement. Who's iDubs? Uh, he he's like just a walking meme. Do you remember? Do you remember back when YouTube used to be like really edgy? No. He. I mean, he was I'm up old, there. But I don't know he was up that. there with like Filthy Frank, Max Mofo, uh, oh, okay. How to Basic. Who else? Was was anything for views around then? Or I think he's more recent. I don't know. That's not the kind of area of YouTube I go to. No, oh, it, it should be. It's pretty fun. Okay, moving on. Yeah. And Mr. Nathan, do you just want to talk about the uh, Nerf Arena in your backyard? Unless you have you been to anything recent? Uh, no, uh, haven't really done anything, and yeah, there's not a whole lot going on out here right now. But no, wanna... I set that up for the weekend just for um, we had a little mod party thing. Uh, two guys showed up, so it wasn't a whole lot of plan, but it was just a good test for the field layout using some new materials that I got. But it uh, did what I needed it to do, and uh, got it all put away yesterday evening. So. Next time, uh, next time we got something going on, I'll probably set it up roughly the same way. Maybe we'll get a few more people this time. Can never go wrong with pallets. Yeah, They're I mean so pallets simple. are pretty nice. Also, have you been working on any cars recently? Because I know you're a big car oh, fanatic. Slow down, slow down, what? slow down, Tom. What? I want to talk more about this field. Even if you only had two people show up, like uh, you even mowed your you even mowed your lawn, uh, which I thought was kind of cool. It was like a oh, freshly mowed lawn, like made it look really like make it look really crisp. But it makes it easier for picking up darts too. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. Um, so, did you guys actually get a chance to play on that field? Yeah, we. Uh, well, I said two guys showed up. One guy brought his family, and his daughter and son played a little bit. But uh, yeah, we played a couple rounds. Um, the one, the one of the guys that came, he's kind of newer to the Nerf scene, and so he didn't really have much to play with. And so I had a load of uh, hammer shots in the in the loaner bin, and just said, hey, let's just do a couple quick rounds before you know this guy has to leave because he's only able to stick around about forty-five minutes or so. So we just had uh, played probably a half hour, forty-five minutes of just hammer shot rounds in the yard and did cool. pretty good. But it was it was nice to just kind of get a feel for how the how the field played um, as far as cover and even distribution of cover and open areas and stuff like that. Played uh, like I said about forty-five minutes of capture the flag and stuff like that, and it uh, worked out all right. Everybody had fun, but how can you not? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, very nice. that's what you're like. this is all about, is just having fun. Then you break out the nemesis and slaughter small children. Yeah, yeah. Or you break out the... Uh, yeah, that, I mean, your arena one. looked like the perfect like size for Prometheus. stock blasters. I mean, no, like, were, like did anyone bring times. anything modded, or was it um, intended to be kind of stock only in that in that area? No, we, we uh, I mean, it gets set up several times, you know, every couple weeks, Um you know, for different things like Memorial Day, we usually set it up when my brother's family comes by and um, stuff like that. Or if we have friends over, we'll do like a barbecue and I'll set up the field real quick. It only took about an hour, hour and a half to set that field up and take it down. Mm -hmm. And so it's easy enough to just drag everything out real quick, set it up, 
for a weekend or whatever and take it down, you know, Monday. But no, it works really good for uh, for stock and mildly modded stuff. Um, I mean, you wouldn't want to go out there with like a Caliburn or something like that because you could, <laughs> it, you wouldn't have enough room to uh, to move around with it. But no, for stock and and you know even uh, even most of my super stock stuff, you know, 140, 150 FPS stuff, still just plays really well. Nice. Makes for good fast rounds. Yeah, it looks. I mean, it looks perfect for you know lower fps and even if you're saying 140 150 that's great because um i mean we i haven't played above well that's not true i take back what i was about to say <laughs> no at detroit dark you know just ever at the detroit at the detroit dark club when we do uh club z13 you know it's 130 and i don't i don't think that's really too bad never seemed like a problem i don't know but uh yeah i don't know moving along big enough it's big enough that if you're out of shape you really feel it so it's uh it's, it's still plenty big if you're running back and forth very often you know if you yeah. were doing capture the flag and you get tagged out and you got to go do a respawn thing on the other end you're, you feel it after a couple rounds nice so very cool what well, keep going okay i would love to do something like that um now that i'm i moved i recently moved to south carolina and uh, we have a pretty we've got almost an acre um out here so oh, nice. it would be yeah, yes, and it's we've got elevation and things like that, and um, I think it would be perfect to set up a Nerf arena. There's just so much to do moving in that I haven't really even considered that yet, and I don't... The other thing I was thinking about is how did you feel about having strangers over to your house and, like, giving out your address? Because that kind of weirds me out a little bit. Um, they're local guys, and most of them knew where I lived anyway. Oh, okay. most of the uh, Most of the people in our group are at least familiar with where I am. Okay. That helps. Not broadcasting it, it to everyone. I, I didn't just post it up on because I posted it to our local group, but it wasn't just like, "Hey, here's my address." It was like, "Hey, here I am in this area. If you're willing to drive that far, let me know, and I'll give you an address or whatever." You know. Okay. Yeah, that's that smart. Way I'm gonna, you know. Cool. Yeah, Eric, so my house is in the same uh, same background as yours. I've got just about an acre, and I want to build the arena, but renovations in the house take precedence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So been Ms- getting water out of the basement. Michelle and I pulled all the carpet out of our basement last night Ooh. and threw it in the back. We have a little shed. So bye bye carpet. That was our that was our evening due to unforeseen water issues. So yeah. Mr. Nathan, That's since you uh since you recently found out you're going to end war, are you gonna be running with rescue squad again or are you gonna just run with your own guys? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't really had uh, enough time to consider it. I mean, uh, probably just because I don't rescue have any squad at this thing? point. Um, but, yeah. Rescue squad, I think is still a thing. <laughs> I I think so. It sounds like it still is. Unless it's turned it into barbecue to squad. Be, I won't. If it turns out to do to be, then yeah. Yeah. If not, I still plan on running with roughly the same people. Just because I know their play styles and I know who's back to watch stuff like that. So that's because you're lame. Uh, yes. So instead of mod of the week, since we haven't really, we haven't really had time to mod anything recently, do we want to go into what blasters people are going to run or would run for end war? I'm trying to include you, Brennan. Yeah, dude. How about we let Alice take it away? I haven't heard her speak I'm in a while. To include you. Oh, geez. Um, so, uh, no promises here because I have, 
currently uh, seven days and what, six hours um, to get it done here, but um, I'm currently printing off, I'm a little over halfway done printing off the parts to make um, Gaven 2.0. Um, so uh, fixing a lot of the problems of the original and adding some nice features. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, bigger, smarter, and gayer is, is what I'm going for on this new version. Oof. Uh, I might be too lazy to get the code to work. I don't want to do the code while flying down, so uh, it might just end up being full auto. Um, as opposed to select fire, you know. Alice, just how gay is your blaster? I want to know just like one, how one, two, proud it is. It's 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 real gay. It too likes girls. It real gay. I, I don't know. It's um. I actually considered uh, programming in like different you know, um, pride flags. In Whoa, it has, like, external displays? Oh, have you not? No, is it on Instagram or something? I totally missed that. Oh, no, it's it's my Gaven. It's uh, a raven. Yeah, that... no, I've totally seen Gaven. I meant, um, so it's the same one. I, I thought you were going, like, completely from scratch. Um, I'm, I'm probably going to be building a new one. Um, as opposed to retrofitting the old one, uh, at least to start with. I, I probably will retrofit the old one, but for right now, I don't want to take something functional and then cut it up and then not have anything for end. So um, I'm probably just going to... I've got a blaster that I've already got a whole bunch of shell work done on, so I'm probably um, just throw that together as opposed to trying to transplant all of that shell work onto the original. Um, and so it, it's going to be the same as the, but um, flat top with an auto stock and actual room for a battery this time. Because uh, last year at End War, I actually had my LiPo charger in my battery pack and between missions I was charging it. And at one point, I, I don't remember what mission it was during, but it it turned out that I like go slow taco got stuck behind a corner, like, like 50 feet from where Luke, like as he was dying and, and we couldn't do anything at that point, my battery died. You are you good there, Mr. Nathan? Did someone actually die? Because I feel like someone just actually yeah. died. Mr. Nathan, are you good? I'm good. I'm feeling great. Oh, okay. Car anyway, carry on. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, um, you know, everybody was like, you know, you should just have a switch to turn off those lights. And my response to that was, I'm gay till I die. <laughs> um, and then build in a bit of building. That's awesome. Perfect. Does anybody know possibly what the name of that 3D printed raven uh, 
is the one that's like a, a full take on a raven from scratch. I think I have it saved on Thingiverse. Are you looking for it? I was just going to pull it up because I was going to plug the name. There's a gentleman in the Atomic Dart League who's printing uh, that right, or was. It's probably done by now. I should ask him, actually. Wait, he's just pulling, like He's printing a raven? Is it is it like an actual raven, or is it just a bullpup? Because I think I've seen like a, a, a nice bullpup. It's a bullpup. In the end, it is a raven, but it, it, it's a, they call it a bullpup. You know, it's like there's 3D printed strifes and strifoids now. Um, this is this is that, but, uh, you know, from scratch. It has room for multi-stage and everything, you know, so I just can't think of what it's called right now. I think I know what you're talking about. It kind of looks like a peanut. Um... No, it's really big. Like it's like rifle sized, or you want to? Oh, oh, I don't know what yeah, you're talking about then. That's what I was kind of thinking about at first. Is maybe you were doing something in that lines of that project because it was super cool. But um, I can't think of it right now. So, sorry, folks. Can't. Uh, but uh, but yeah, Eric, I'll keep looking for it while you guys go. Eric, what are you running at End War? I'm gonna run the FDL. You yeah. guys have heard about that too much. You don't want to hear me. You know, get down on my knees for FDL anymore. You so, mean that FDL one, right? Um, but it's going to be it's going to be an FDL, probably very similar loadout to what I had last year. The thing I do want to say though is I am going to stick to my promise, unlike some people, and I am going to run the blasters that we thrifted live on our previous episode. Um, I'm going to run it at end for the uh, for the first round. So if I die, I may never use the FDL, but at least I'll have it. You know, because back then we thought um, when we did we did a thrifting episode. So, going back in time for those who haven't heard it, we did an episode that we recorded live in the car when we rushed to the local hotspot for thrifting, and we decided that we were going to buy our End War Mission Zero blasters. And those blasters doesn't matter what they were. We had to walk out of that thrift store with a blaster for Mission Zero because we thought Mission Zero had no consequences. Turns out that's not the case this year. They've changed the way that those rules work, and now Mission Zero is no more, no longer a thing. It just goes straight into Mission One. I don't know how consequences. Yeah, for the first night. So probably still run it. That's the plan at least. And there's going to be so many people. Maybe I can do Troll Squad. I don't know. Get myself out of that. But um, I am going to run that blaster. It's it is a Retaliator with a yellow recon barrel. Uh, and a tri-strike underslunged uh, rocket demo rocket hamp launcher thingy-majig, and that was the one I got with a twenty-five round drum. Drum. Spoiler alert! I changed my mind. I'm not going to run that blaster anymore. This is me telling you that from the future. I think Eric died. Okay. Uh, so, Mr. Nathan, do you want to tell us what you're going to be running at End War, or are you still working on that? Uh, well, yeah, that's the catch. Um, what uh, is it? The same 130 FPS cap from uh, last year? I believe so. Okay, uh, I just honestly haven't been keeping up that high on updates since I didn't think I was going to be going. Yeah, I, I believe so. Do, and now I need to go through and see if I have anything that isn't reaches that little happy spot, or if I can build something real quick. So no, I don't really have any plans yet. I uh, with the new work schedule then I've had precious little time to consider that since I found out I was going to be going. Yeah. So next couple of days, I need to go sort through and see if I can either equip something together or hopefully have something that already works or so. I don't know if you need something. I've got a just two S strife that hits just fine. 
So if you need something, I'm I've got trying. something. I'm trying. Okay. I think I I'm just g- don't have plans. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm probably going to bring the Strife anyway, just because the Foxfire can sometimes go like a hair above like 131 average. And I don't know how much of a pain they're going to be. So if they're very strict about 130, I'm going to end up running the Strife. If not, I'm going to be running the Foxfire. And you guys have heard me talk about the Foxfire. Connor, what are you what are you going to run, buddy? Uh, the Lightning Bow. Hell yeah. Maybe the Secret Shot. I don't know yet. I might just go minimal, you know, super minimal. That's a secret, lightning. though. Is that a secret? This The Secret Shot. Oh, I get it. It's a secret. Yeah, it's, it's a joke. <laughs> uh, yeah, Lightning Bow. Sick prank. That's it. Now, Pete, what are you going to run? If you could. A bag of Doritos. Nice. Nice. With socks in them or something? No. No. With I'm Doritos. just going to wear a... Cool Ranch? No. Nacho? Spi- spicy nacho. Ooh, there you go. There you yeah. go. No, I'm Sorry, you wear- said no. you're going to wear a bag of Doritos? No, I'm not going to be there, so I'm going to just rock a bag of Doritos on my couch with three pairs of socks on. I get it. Thinking three about pairs. you guys. Okay. Three pairs. Kinda, yeah. Because you can never have too many sock grenades. Uh, but you're oh. wearing them? I never said they were on my feet. Oh, God. Like on your feet or like... <laughs> we're all oh, thinking God. something different. We're all like, what's where's that third sock going? You wish you knew. <laughs> on his nose, he's an elephant now. So, without further ado, so. I think it's time to go into our topic for today. Integrations. For anyone that doesn't know, <laughs> Pete does integrations. I think Alice... Alice, you've done a few integrations, haven't you? Uh, yeah, um... Mostly when I do integrations, uh, they're usually I take a blaster and then 3D print parts to connect another blaster um, or just 3D print another blaster and cut that up to integrate. Uh, Where did that come from? A piece of foam just fell. No, it was on the ground. I I tried tossing it into the corner and it almost ruined it. I've done some very minimal mods. Uh, integrations, and I think Mr. Nathan has dabbled a little bit of integrations. I don't know, maybe just, one uh, or two. Yeah, one, one or two, like nothing, nothing too substantial. I've started quite a few projects anyway. Yeah, I mean, Mr. Nathan, I don't know if he really like focuses on integrations. Something about like a hellhound or something. Who knows? But who would like to talk about their process when making an integration? Mine is to hit it with a Dremel until I stop. I didn't say they were good integrations. Pete, why don't you tell us about your process? Yeah. Why don't you tell us about no, your favorite process? No, I think, I think we should let the uh, the one who has the most experience, Mr. Nathan, start. It's going to go with you and then him. You know. Okay. Mr. Nathan, do you want to tell us about your process when you make an integration? Okay. Uh, well, I guess you start off with a, uh, a picture or an idea, I guess. Sometimes I start with either, uh, you know, sometimes people will post like, hey, can you make a xyz out of something you know like here's some kind of sci-fi rifle thing or whatever and i just i picture um you know okay i've got this profile or this silhouette or these these certain lines or this certain uh certain aspects about this shape that i want and then try to pick out okay do i have are there blasters at my disposal that i can piece together to make that happen or you know is there going to be um any scratch building needed and stuff like that. Um, so also keeping in, uh, taking into consideration what, what kind of, um, functionality you want. Is it something that you want 
uh, semi-automatic, so you go with the strife. If you want full auto, you can go with a rapid strike. If you want to bring up some kind of um, Springer setup, then you've got a couple options there. Whatever, uh, whatever propulsion mechanism and firing mode you prefer. I like cutting up strifes because I hate the strife shape. Yeah, but I like the functionality and the aftermarket support, and so I like starting with those because you can cut them down to basically a handle and a magwell and a motor uh, motor mounts. And you can even cut off the grip if you want to. So you basically have, you know, a very minim- minimized um, flywheel set, magwell, and pusher assembly, basically, that you can have do whatever you want it to. And then you can just make it, you know, you can add stuff to the front, make it a bullpup. You can, you know, build your own stock, add a different stock. You can do whatever the heck you want to from there, depending on what kind of shape you're going for. And so I usually just cut off as much as I don't need and uh, go from there. Keeping in keeping in mind the, um, you know, try to measure twice, cut once, but I don't really measure, so I just guess a lot and then pray. So, um, as far as you want to cut off as much as you need, but you don't want to cut off too much because it's really hard to add more stuff. That's so it's kind of a delicate balancing act there, and I, I talk about that a whole lot in my multiple series of integration type stuff on my channel. Plug here, I guess. His channel name is Mr. Nathan. For those that don't know, aptly named. Yeah, yeah, go go subscribe. If you don't aren't subscribed already, shame on you. Smash that like button. Patreon.com/slash Mr. Nathan. Hit the bell icon. Was oh, that which one? Bell subscribers. I don't like YouTube at the moment. Whatever. Um. <laughs> I only recommend videos to people who are really dedicated to it because they're boring. No, they're not. They're informational. Knowledge is power, kids. Honestly, Stay in school. I, I kind of put them on repeat and just enjoy them. I don't watch them. So, so. They're very relaxing. <laughs> Mr. Nathan, if it makes you feel better, I don't listen to our podcast. So. Well, neither do I. Ooh. If it makes you feel better, Hashtag I don't listen to your podcast. I don't know who does, actually. Brett. Apparently people do. Brett? Like, it's my we, favorite we get, we get like a few, we get like a hundred, 180 listens each one. Apparently. So people do listen for some reason. Well, I think. 15 right here, probably. Nice. I, I, I just keep on really repeat. A... I, I edit them. Like, that's as much as I need to listen to. Wait, you know how to edit? I do. I'm getting better. I just put my headphones back on, and all I hear are lies, lies, lies. Eric, I know how to edit. I had to edit out like a solid 10 seconds of Sam standing in front of the camera in that last video. Okay. I know you still haven't listened to the podcast where you said you were going to learn to edit. I did learn to edit. Did you listen to that podcast, though? No. Eric, we talked about this in the last podcast. I don't listen to our podcast. And okay. I forget everything All I right. say in a podcast after Come on. stuff. Let's back on topic. We don't, we let's don't get this. Let's get this. Let's get this going. Let's get the snowball. <laughs> We're good. Yeah, we got time. Um, what were we talking I about? I don't remember integrations. Yes, integrations. Yeah. I was listening to Nathan talk about how he did integrations and really enjoying it. Yeah, me too. Mister Nathan, can you just talk for like another <laughs> half hour? We'll just sit here. What's your process? How do you, Eric, you that was literally, Eric, that was literally we, what we just talked about. Yeah, we literally just did that. Yeah, yeah well, word I can't hear anything. That's you, why you I'm, can catch it on the replay of the podcast. Then. If you're going to edit it, you're going to hear it either way. Yeah, okay. I'm stepping, I'm going to step back for just a, for a little bit again because I can't hear anything. Okay. There we go. Uh, 
Okay. Well, I will say it's it's one of those things that's not a, and, I, and I've, I've mentioned it in previous videos, um, but it's it's hard to list integrations as like a, a mechanical process, whereas you can you can read it or watch a tutorial on how to solder, how to do, um, you know, body work and how to paint and stuff like that. There's a certain number of processes and steps, uh, but integration work, at least uh, what, what I would call integrations in the new age of integration work is a much more, uh, I would describe it as more of an organic process because, you know, you and I can be both like, if you, you can rewire a strife, I'll rewire a strife. You put them next to each other. You're going to have essentially the same result. If you integrate a strife with a centurion and I integrate a strife with a centurion, we're going to end up with two entirely different things because of how it's translated or how the, uh, I guess it's more of a, a more, like I said, a fluid, more organic uh, process where you have you're removing some material from this one some material from this one our cuts aren't going to be exactly the same uh, the way we interpret the uh, merging of the shells is going to come out different i mean just between the uh if if anyone has seen the centaur and the centauride um strifeturians they're a husband and wife uh, match pair of blasters but they're both strife centurions but look entirely different because they were built entirely different uh the centaur, which is the, the focal point of my model long series, is basically taking a centurion and cutting it into like 850 pieces and shrinking it down and reshaping it to where it's more of a, uh, instead of a gargantuan sniper rifle thing, it's more of a rough, you know, slightly compact um, rifle y thing. Whereas the centauride, the sister blaster to it, is basically just the centurion cut in half. They both are very independent and unique looking, but they still look related. And they're still, by definition, a strife centurion integration, but just two uh, completely different approaches. So what's your favorite like blaster to integrate in as a stock? I know some people really like Straven, some people really like Centur... Centurions, Centurions Fireflies. Fish? Yeah. Ravens. I've been on a Centurion kick recently, yeah. I guess, because I have, what, three? Three or four, I can't remember. Uh, cut up, well... They're mostly together now. The Centurion is nice because it's it's a symmetrical shell. It has it's a little more sleek than uh, like the Firefly. I, I used to like the Firefly. I like certain aspects of the Firefly, but it's a bit tall and kind of clunky looking, and I don't like the actual butt pad on it. And the Raven has its advantages and disadvantages. It has the top rail, which is cool if you have a top rail to mate it to. Which like if you put it on the back of a Rapid Strike, it's beautiful. On a Strife, it's there and on really anything else it's it's it just doesn't work as well uh, the centurion has kind of a top rail thing to where there's a rail sitting there but it's not really obtrusive it can kind of be there without distracting or causing any problems or anything um just overall i like the centurion shell but unfortunately it's becoming overdone i mean the the strife centurion integration is becoming the new straven where you see them all, like everybody's building them now and some are better better than others, but even well done ones are still kind of like, oh, it's another Strife Centurion integration, whatever. I will say the Which, Centurion's probably also my favorite stock. It's it looks pretty sleek because you can you can nest most of the Strife within the Centurion shell. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and it's good. It's a good length. You can open up the back of the stock. Yeah, and I've done it on three three of them now, where you can cut out that back panel on the on the Centurion stock, and you have room for a very adequately sized battery. And it's just. A very seamless integration yeah. with the magnets. Like I kind of stole the idea for a Vex 2.0 when I've made a uh, battery door with magnets. 
I don't know. My favorite, my favorite one's probably like a Rapid Strike Centurion hybrid. Because I, I remember TK did one. And then there's that like light blue and indigo one that was floating around for a while. Do you remember that one? That one was beautiful. Yeah. yeah TK's one was pretty nice too. I just think that the Rapid Strike, the Strike is a much smaller blaster, but the Rapid Strike has a little more meat to it. So it, so then you it, use, it blends in very well. Yeah, it blends. Stampedes. Rest in peace. Uh, don't not rest back. in peace. Scarlet's going to Endor. Well, remember the Icon series is yeah. bringing back the Stampede. That one should be nice. Well, I think actually, it, I think but, Nathan but, and Alice both have signed Scarlet, so that's pretty nice. I know Alice remembers it. I don't know if Mister Nathan does. It's a, it's a minimized Stampede. That's silver and red. Yeah, silver and red. No. Yeah, I remember that one. And I was when, gonna say I was thinking smart, like I was thinking red, and I wasn't picturing yeah. red, but I remember the silver one that came through. When you pull you the trigger, it sounds time. like death. I vaguely recall graffitiing all over it. Yes. Yeah, I. Where'd you sign? I know Mr. Nathan. Like everyone was signing on like the left side, the right side of Mr. Nathan's. It's like I'm gonna sign it on the left. So he's the only signature on that one side. But I think yeah i do have enough room to pack it down so it should be coming down to end war who knows i might end up running it again because i have batteries this time i'm still salty someone stole my batteries last end war i know this would sound like i'm gonna try to say it without sounding super pretentious or whatever yeah but integration work is more artsy i guess as far as um people can do it mechanically just fine, but as far as the having it look good or look right, uh, tends to lend itself to having an artistic eye. Yeah, I will. Uh, I will praise Alice right here with the uh, downpour, which is her Raven and Alpha Hawk integration, which is just uh, the the actual blending of the shells is just incredible. If you look at it up close, it just looks like the Alpha Hawk just kind of grew out of the front of the Raven. It looks in just incredibly natural and it just that just looks like that's how it's supposed to be and it makes me happy thinking about it and it frustrates me that i have not been able to find an alpha hawk for under 20 bucks around here because i would love to cut one up <laughs> but it's just it's it, like if you could post up pictures or whatever if alice would throw pictures at you and you can throw them up in the in the video yeah give me some pictures yeah, um, yeah what's the name of that blaster one more time uh downpour and it's got a cool touch to it which makes it just up? super neat well, Alice, if you do you have any pictures of it, Alice? Because if you just post them in the Discord, people will see it. Uh, yeah. They, uh, I don't know if I have any pictures easily accessible at the moment, but the thing is, it's like five feet from me or something. You want to just take a nice so I, I can grab it. pictures and, yeah. and uh, if you want me to do that right now, I can I can do that well. Yeah, go for it. Just so we can throw it up on the screen. So guys, yeah, it's also, just it's one of those things where it, I walk up to it and I go, "Dang, that that's what it's all about. That that is what it's all about. It's 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 just it's hard to explain without the picture. It's just it's just so good. It's so good you really can't explain what makes it good. It's just black good. There it is. Well, when you look at good <laughs> art, it's kind of like that, right? What's that? When you look at good art, it's very similar. It's like you don't know. You can't say. Well, the strokes are more precise. The color selection is more dynamic. You, you can't say those same kind of things like you can. Uh, you know, it's the same way with art. And so 
if you have the someone who does a good modification, you don't know why it looks better. For, usually, you don't know why it looks better, but it yeah. does. Yeah, there's certain things. It's just the, the the way the lines all blend together and everything is just. Uh, I don't know. It, it's one of those things. Sometimes you get lucky matching shells together and they just kind of grow together and it's and it's great. And you can feel that as a creator, you can feel it when shells are just really jiving. You put them together and it's like, oh yeah, I can feel it. And it's just just real good. Whereas other times you can't force shells that don't want to go together to go together or else it looks like they didn't want to go together. Uh, Downpour is a good example of two shells just loving their relationship. And uh, that's one of those things, you, you like I said, you, you get lucky once in a while and it just happens. Like uh, Hellhound, things just kind of drop together, things fit together, and it was just like, boom. That It's just, like I said, as a creator, you put things together and you say, wow, that sure worked out nice. And uh, you, you know, whereas other times you want something to happen and you say, boy, I sure wish these things fit together better, and it's just not happening, and there's not, you know, you just can't convince them otherwise. There it is. Okay, she just popped up the picture. It's just, it's just nice. It's just so great looking at it. It's like the, the only thing, like, it's still got the bump from the rear uh, rail riser on the Raven. But I think if you, I believe uh, she's planning on putting some kind of display in there, which makes it all work out. But just everything about that, just how the two shells line up is just, it's just nice. It just, it's, you look at it and you just go, oh, it's just nice. That's pretty nice. I haven't seen that before. And it's simple. It's not. It's not overly complicated. There's not 38 shells and different pieces in there. It's just one shell and another shell, but they just drop together, and it's just yeah, great. It's kind of making the seam lines just vanish, but yet you can tell that it's more than just one blaster. Yeah, that takes. It, like you said, it's more of an art than it is just let's force it together, make it functional, and there it is. No, you, you got to take the artistic touch, make it looks seamless as if it came from the factory that way also I, I still really like the uh the bottom rail right here i think that's a really nice feature that they added i just like bottom rails <laughs> i like bottom rails especially towards the front of blasters so you can just slap a flashlight on there and get tactics so um that's getting the auto stock uh that i was talking about earlier okay. um Right there. Oh, nice. Sorry, I was really looking forward to that. Oh, no, that's okay. Um, it's actually, uh, I just heard uh, piece two of four finish printing on on the prototype for that stock. Uh, and so it's, it's loosely based off of those, um, but designed to sort of mesh into the Raven a little better. Um, and also, it's a little bit wider, just like like two millimeters or something, so that it can fit in the a rapid strike auto pusher. Um, now, was this one above it just a concept art for downpour? Yeah. So I I took pictures of all three of the blasters and then took them into photo and sort of got the silhouette and lined them up. And then there's the uh, the actual integral. Wow, that is really clean. Yeah, and that that bottom section where you would where you'd kind of naturally put your hand, where it kind of flows from the bottom of that little bump of the Alpha Hawk into the the forward trigger guard area of the Raven. That that whole section, if you like, pick it up and you look at it in person, it just it just it just it it's just perfect. It's it, it's it flows. It's, 
It just flows. It's, yeah. And I, I got, I'm not sure if I got lucky or if I was, if I'm not giving myself enough credit here, but uh, the top of the alpha hawk, uh, the, the place that I cut it lines up perfectly with the top of the raven. So there's, there's no bump, there's no seam where the alpha hawk hits the raven on, on that top rail section. That's too cool. Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm still looking at the concept art. Like, this is beautiful. Thank you kindly. That is probably what the, the finished paint job is going to be like. Um, the blue is going to be metallic, and Ooh. so is the gray, but the, the black is probably just going to be matte. Orange tip. Check out the video and uh, see it. Um, Alice, is is that going to be something that, so it's not done, obviously. Um, is this on your Instagram or somewhere? Where can people see it if they don't watch the video? Um, I actually, it's like showed up once or twice. Um, uh, I made a shit post on Instagram the other day that I just, it happened to have a bottom rail and I, I, I mounted my microphone on the bottom because it's a shotgun mic. So that was my, my shotgun attachment. Uh, the bayonet. Yeah, but yeah, I, I haven't really posted much about it anywhere. I mean, it's been in the works for a while, but the problem is it just sort of keeps getting put on the back burner. Um, uh, and it's mostly just because I haven't had time to design this stock. So now that it's designed, I'm going to print like three or four and then slap them on all of the ravens that I have been trying to build. And... <laughs> cool. It looks really nice. Um yeah, so for those who can't see it, I'll try and translate that to audio a little bit. Hopefully I don't cut out here. Uh, this The way that this is integrated together is uh, you think about a raven, there's a little bit of a, a dip in the stock region. Well, what Alice is planning on doing is, uh, it looks like it's 3D printed, and correct me if I'm wrong. Yep, um, yep 3D printed uh, buttstock that will cover or at least integrate into the existing raven stock to make it a little more aesthetic yeah um so it also gives room for a battery and for uh the auto pusher in there um and it, it actually involves cutting off everything to the rear of that little well that the uh mag release is in um just like a millimeter behind that section you just you cut it straight off and then glue this thing on Uh, if you guys want to, like, if you have somewhere that you could post a picture, you know, feel free to take any of the pictures I've, I've sent. Yeah, we can, we can post it on Instagram or something like that. Sure. Use that for the uh, image that we post when we say we announce an episode. Yeah, we can do something like that. That yeah. sounds good. Um, make sure you grab a in-studio picture, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I can just grab a screenshot from the actual video. I'll get my camera. So, uh, yeah, you want, you want to grab a photo? What, Pete, do you want to tell us about your favorite integration? Um, you've done you've done quite a few. I, I've been lucky to see them in person a few times. But do you have a particular favorite? I have a feeling I know which one it is. Uh, well, I, I, I'm particular to one, but uh, sadly I haven't seen her in two and a half years. But Ooh. well, in the at the same time, you know, I. There's one that I'm working on that I'm starting to like more just because 
YOLO. Um, but that one I'm not going to talk about either. But so far, like my first uh, integrate real integration was uh, my Hades. Uh, Hades is actually a Strife and a Zeus, but it runs off the Zeus motors and flywheels and hits about 140. Um, luckily, the Zeus stock is very comfortable and uh, it, the sock is actually cut so you can actually fit a sock grenade in it and it works uh, pretty well. Otherwise, uh, it'd probably be my uh, follow-up to Hades, which is Pandora's Box. And Alice knows Pandora's Box <laughs> pretty d darn closely. <laughs> Pandora's a pretty nice blaster. She brought it up here. It's, uh, it's definitely nice. Weren't you, weren't you trying to get the lights to work? There's LEDs in it, right? Um, yeah, so uh, it's it's got some indicator lights in it. Um, uh Pete, do you, is it like? Do you want me to talk about what I did to it, or whatever you want to do? It's up talk to you. To you said you wanted to make videos and do whatever you want. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah. So that's that's your uh, chaos, right? Chaos yeah, with chaos. a hyperfire. Um, and yeah, and then the hyperfire inside it. And uh, so you sent it to me, and I have been working on it for a while, and. Uh, Basically, I have made it select fire. So it's got uh, three indicator lights on the side uh, that will indicate uh, the the different fire modes. So semi-auto, three-round burst, full auto, uh, and then uh, the mag, the original mag release switch for the um, the chaos, the chaos. Yes, I don't remember rival blasters. Um, uh, I, I just threw a, a switch in there. Um, it was actually one of the crappy ones that they, um, that they put in with, uh, the, uh, like swordfish kit. Um, but it was like, it's all you need, right? It's, right. it's just a, it doesn't have to handle any current. Uh, it's just, and so that is how you select modes as you, you hit that switch there and it'll cycle through the, the fire modes. Uh, so I still have to finish up a bit of code on that. Um, there's some stuff that's giving me trouble just because, yeah, the the hyperfire pusher system. There's no indexing by default. It's um, it's got a few tricks up its its sleeve that makes it kind of difficult. Um, but hopefully I can I can finish that off and then get that back to you as soon as possible because. This thing is a beast. I, I got to use it at the last um, game that I went to uh, down with you guys. It You just, you feel so much more. I understand the DACA now. And uh, another part of that was uh, when I was lining up the triggers and the switches inside, I made it so you don't even have to pull the rev trigger because the main trigger will depress it for you. It, so... You almost have a single trigger, but you have the rev trigger just in case you want that intimidation factor. Oh yeah, I, I revved it all the time. Like, <laughs> yeah, she did. I mean, it's rival motors. What yeah. else are you gonna do? I really like having the rev trigger. It's one of those things I didn't realize how important it would be, and I see people using it as intimidation, like Alice was saying uh, in the DL. You know, you you rev and people duck their heads down. 
because they think you're going to shoot at them and you have to um for you know the you know full auto or not full auto but like the fdl which people are used to but man it is a pretty cool thing to to be able to like rev and see someone's head pop down because they get scared uh, people definitely use that as an intimidation tactic when they're out of ammo too great Plus. Oh yeah, I uh, plenty of times when I've <laughs> run out of ammo, I just rev it, and then to simulate firing, you just let your finger off the rev trigger for a second to like mimic the sound of the dart hitting the flywheels. <laughs> because there's no compared sound of rival motors than rival motors. It doesn't matter if it's Michelle's, Fanger Vamps, rival motors are rival motors, and yeah. you can't take that away. No, they do sound loud and they're they scream more than any other motor. They're just big and the wheels are unbalanced. So while we're on the topic, if any of you would like to win one of Pete Fuzzy Pete's blasters, we're gonna be raffling off a Hades that he modded. And possibly mystery blaster. It's yes. still to be determined. Yep. And I will uh be putting pictures on instagram as soon as i get the yeah. second one started and or finished so if you would like to win one of these said blasters we're going to be doing a raffle at our table down at end war so just look for the detroit dart talk table and you're going to be able to purchase a ticket uh do we agree either separately or with a patch either option you're uh, we haven't able, decided yet you're going to be able to the way that the, stru the structure is going to be set yeah. up is something tbd which will be d i guess it's just d it's going to be determined You're going to be able to get tickets. We'll be determined by the time you hear this. Yeah, um, you're going to be able to get we'll tickets. Make, we'll, yeah, we'll make a post about that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so we'll have it posted up for you guys uh, to see. And um, we're not sure exactly how that is. But you know what I missed is, so, um, Pete Fuzzy Pete, why don't you tell us about the specifically what you've done to the Hades and then I don't, I actually didn't know about the second blast or whatever this is. Um, anything you can share about that would be interesting too. Okay. So, um, are you talking the, the, uh, the raffle blasters? Blaster? Yes. the raffle Okay. Blaster. So the Hades, all it is, is, uh, a very finely sanded and painted Hades. There's no internal work. Um, it's pretty simple that way anyone can use it and it's not too overpowered. Um, the other blaster is yet to be determined because I know not everybody likes rival. So I'm trying to find a happy medium. That's not just another strife, not something that everybody else already does or has, but will fill that niche that I, I kind of want that. I want to at least attempt to get that. So we're going to find something and I'll make it special one way or another. So does the Hades still have all the locks in it and all that stuff? Yes, and okay. the, the safety switch still works. Okay. Yeah, so reliable. Yeah. So it just... It looks There's cool. nothing wrong with that. The, yeah. the stock Hades is still a great blaster. Yeah, no, it's still a great blaster. 60 rounds with slam fire. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. So yeah, it's that a way it, It's piece. smooth working. It's just a nice metallic blue Rust-Oleum over a flat black final die. Pretty simple, straightforward. Plenty orange. That way it's still compliant with toy safety one of the hardest things to comply to with paint jobs. Yeah. So what you're saying is your 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 other giveaway blaster should be a Rev Reaper, right? Yes. I don't want to donate. It, it's on the table of uh, possible options. Yeah, I guess you can still get them, can't you? Nah, not near just, me. But we'll find. We'll, we'll I, I think I saw them at Target near me recently, but we'll figure something out. Yeah, Rev Reaper is like the the that's that's our calling. That's our. Uh, 
don't know. That's like the drum that we beat crème. all the time. Revy boys, join the Revy squad. And go yeet, 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 yeet. <laughs> yeet your foam all over people. <laughs> I remember the first event that I brought a Reverie to, Sam, o- Sam said I was only allowed to use it is after I uh, try tag someone out, I yelled, get revved. Yeah, you're a damn dirty awfuls cheater. That's Yo, what you are. Hey, they, I literally screenshotted Sam saying that the uh, Rev Reaper was too bad for awfuls. And then the next day I proceeded to decimate the entire field using it in awfuls. Yeah, it's it's too good for that. Yeah. It's, uh, honestly, it's just a good blaster. It is. We've talked about it plenty of times. 10 though. out of 10. It would uh, rev again. It will rev again. That's cool. Um, there's another, so I want to talk about, just since we're chatting with Pete Fuzzy Pete at the moment, um, I want to mention there's a very interesting cosmetic Artemis that you did that I just loved. So, um, for oh, Overwatch. Oh, yeah. Yep. I can yeah, pull that Overwatch up. Fans. Do you want to just put and it in the interview? And you did uh, yep. Lucio in blaster form, which was pretty freaking sweet. Was I don't actually know if that had any internal mods done. Um, was no, just... Uh, just some LEDs in the uh, underneath the uh, ammo tubes. How'd you, uh, what button turned it on? Was which, it safety? Which were vinyl dyed, right? They were dyed green, I believe. No, no, the, uh, the tubes themselves were still the clear. I had a uh, green LED strip that I, uh, E6000 on the underside that showed, you know, pointed out. Now, how did, what switch did you have turning on and off the lights? Uh, I think I put a switch underneath the battery pack on the back end, just above the sling mount. Okay. If I remember correctly. I honestly thought that it had uh, vinyl dye the whole time. I think the the guy who was running it had the lights on fairly often. Yeah, he oh, uh, he probably he probably just left them on the whole time. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> like because here's a picture of just the lights. You know when I was Ooh, I like first got them on. You know in the shell, so they're just shining up through, and they're just uh, like twelve volt. Uh, LED strip that you get for like car interiors, and it's just running off. Uh, I think it was a eight eight button cells to get the proper voltage. Interesting. No need for a lipo. Yeah, that one's very cool. If you hooked it up to a lipo, it'd probably like explode, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> just about. Um, is that guy? Do you know if if that guy's coming to End War this year? He he sadly he retired from HVZ play. Oh, yeah, that's a shame. Yeah, that was my boy Darius. Yeah, yeah, that's a bummer. He was a good player. I'm surprised he retired. Yeah, pretty much my entire squad from uh, Western Michigan. They've all retired since. I feel like retired is just like they moved on to something else. <laughs> yeah, Darius now runs a Twitch stream, and uh, uh, our other teammate Shane, he's now into medieval two-handed uh, sword fencing. Okay. What? Like, like full chainmail. Like broadswords. Yeah, and nice. chainmail and everything. <laughs> nice. So how are we doing on time, guys? Oh, uh, we're time at, we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna wrap up soon. We're just gonna answer these few questions that Eric so kindly asked our Discord to come up with. Uh, so these are for all of our guests. First one is mayonnaise an instrument. If you can uh, scoop it properly, I'm I'm just gonna say no. Nah, it's mayo. Put that on a sandwich. I feel like there's a meme there that I don't. It's know. from it's I'm from not... SpongeBob. It's from SpongeBob. I def- 
Oh, okay. I was like, I gotta defer to Tom on this one. Our local yeah. meme spurt. Well, I actually like didn't watch SpongeBob as a kid. And almost every HVZ I've been to, some when they say, "Does anybody have a question?" Somebody has to say, "Is mayonnaise a blaster?" Yeah, it's it's not like it's not the, the same intellect as my questions. <sighs> We're not, more about educating. That'll us That'll take another what? podcast for that topic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> then we have our buddy Buff Daddy asking, "What's the preferred way to roast a duck?" Oh, no. It's funny because Alice is coat duck. I'm pretty sure that that was the point. That's r slash that's the joke. Yeah. Uh, Alice, how do you prefer to be roasted? With comedy or with fire? Yes, both at the same time. Nice. Sweet. And plenty of foam. This is what, um, that's exactly what uh, Comedy Central would do when they start running out of ratings and ideas. They're going to roast celebrities and they're literally going to like wrap them, like strap them to a post over a fire for the ratings. Uh, So SpyMike1 asked HVZ primaries for each person. We actually already answered that one. So, well, technically HVZ primary for me would be uh, Vex 4.0, but. That's not completed that's, yet. That's to be determined. Uh, well, then... Vex 3.0 is pretty useful. I've been <laughs> shot with it many times. I've tried to get through it many times. Yeah, good lucking through a 3S nemesis. So final question is from Zodiac. It is, what is the preferred snack of each of you? Let's go with, let's go with Connor first. Uh, b- a banana. Banana? Banana. Banana. Mr. Nathan? Uh... I don't snack very often anymore. So that's fair a tricky enough, question. The preferred snack is life. You just love just biting off a chunk of life, right? Sure. <laughs> Eric, what's yours? Life. Uh, for me, um, it's uh, stru- uh, they're called stroopwafels. It's like a Dutch thing. Um, they're like a they're like a waffle, like a vanilla y kind of waffle. Um, and it's it's medium hard and there is a like a caramel vanilla e caramel kind of middle layer to the whole thing okay. they're designed to be uh placed over a coffee cup and the heat from the coffee softens them and you should eat it while enjoying your coffee either by dipping in the coffee or just eating the softened stroopwafel so you need to prep your snack before you eat it you can ha- enjoy it any way you like so like ramen you can eat ramen raw yeah. <laughs> I've never once considered that. No matter it's how it's not actually I that college, bad. I never why why would you? Not. No. Boy Scouts. <laughs> That's like a survival thing for water. Boy Scouts. No, we just make really bad choices. Oh, you just were like I dare yeah. you to eat it, without... and it's like not that bad. You don't put the powder on it though. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Pete. Um. Rival balls. Okay, Alice. Uh, I don't know about favorite, Brand. but I did eat almost an entire box of mint Oreos while we were having this interview. So nice. Holy sh! I I get my one. Holy shit! Are you sure it's not breadcrumbs? <laughs> mint Oreos. That sounds yeah, good. Duck. I've never heard of that. <laughs> and that's how I prefer to be roasted. Yeah, hey. boy. Uh, my preferred snack is either baby carrots. Or Tim Tams. Have you guys ever had Tim Tams? No, no. it's like a nerf so, thing to say Tim Tams. They're so they're like they're from I think they're from Australia, but they're like 
two biscuits, like two like biscuits as in like cookies with uh with like a chocolate filling in between covered in chocolate again. Oh, dude, they're so, so good. And does Tim Tim okay. Tim feeds them to you? Yeah, Tim feeds them to me. Yeah. No, they're on, like I'll probably buy some while we're down there for Edward. They're just really good. Oh, that's right. We had Tim Tams in the studio. Yeah. Wait, did we? I probably brought them. Yeah. I don't know. I know I brought really I expensive gummy bears. In the studio one day. Probably. No, I, I bring snacks good. so often. Uh, uh, looks like Jangular might have a Yeah, Jang's typing, so we're going to wait for Jang to answer. Cause we'll, I, we'll his, give him a minute. I, we'll let him. I hope he's his is... in at the at the wire yeah. for his answer. Um, let's see. Oh, this is too wholesome for this channel. Anyway. Jangular asks, why is Mr. Nason one of the gosh darn nicest people in the hobby and so talented too? Jang, we don't have time for your wholesomeness. But Mr. Nathan, answer the question. <laughs> Why? It's a good question, but how how could one know? One cannot know because if he answers that question, then it, it you know self serving. But uh, that is too wholesome for us. Too wholesome. Yes. Oh. It's good man. I feel like that should be a shirt. Like literally that whole sentence. Why is Mr. Nathan one of the gosh darn nicest people in the hobby and sure. so talented too? Before we slather, a big shirt. Before we slather the shirt and barbecue all sauce. Kinds of shirt. We have all kinds of shirt ideas yeah, that we, are just so we're good. We're just going to make a shop. Connor, you just got a screen printer area, right? Yeah, it's right <laughs> next door. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's not mine. Option. But that's an option oh, though. I, I, I was being... I was like, I was so kidding. did the people who no, go oh, there. Oh, <laughs> a screen printer right there. Don't doubt anything. I got everything. Okay. So do we want to hop into some shout outs and then wrap it up? do it okay uh pete you want to go first no, no. it's not for sure oh i'm not ready uh eric are you ready um i just want to go ahead and shout out all of our listeners who come and see us at the booth oh. at uh end war i hope that some of you guys can make it out to be determined. and give us a shout out because we are going to have uh, microphones and recording equipment there so that you can come and talk with us and hopefully answer a couple questions, uh, get on the podcast. We I don't know how we're going to edit that and break it up. It depends on the engagement and the involvement we get. But uh, hopefully uh, the shout-outs that you guys give, my shout-out is to all of you who come and see us and talk to us. Free shout-out. That's too wholesome again. Alice, shout-out. I'm going to shout-out Mr. Nathan oh. for, uh, yeah, just being Mr. Nathan. <sighs> that was my shout-out. You can uh, still shout him out. Uh, I'm going to shout out Slater. I feel like we always need to shout out Slater. He's just such a genuine listener. Yep. He hasn't he hasn't actually interacted that much in our Discord lately. So, Slater, we uh, we miss you, buddy. I've seen him all over the place, though. Like, he's, he's an, just he's an everything. every pocket of nerve. Like, I literally think he liked Mr. Nathan. Yeah, he liked Mr. Mr. Nathan on Instagram right here. He's everywhere. Um, How about, can we get, since we're getting... We're getting like two actual questions. Um, I don't think we have we time for these. We already answered a couple of Zodiac's questions. I don't think we have time for these. Well, how much though? time have we done? We're at like an hour five. Oh, I mean, I don't edit anymore, so it's your problem. <laughs> no, it's okay. I can edit it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so why do you nerf? <laughs> Using nerf blasters, how do you plan to make America great again? Oh my gosh. Wait, was that I asked? I don't think that was it. I think that's it. No, it's a... Uh, it, it, that was, an was a typo. Like oh, he meant mega. mega. He means MAGA. Oh. <laughs> he didn't capitalize it, so I assume it means that he meant mega. Yeah. Uh, why do you nerf? <laughs> uh, for for fun. Yeah. Pete, anything to add? 
Why do, why do you nerf? To wreck small children. What else? <laughs> That's true. Alice, why do you nerf? No reason. Okay, that's fair. Eric, why do you nerf? Because it's nerf or nothing. Okay, thank thank you, Eric. Mr. Nathan, <laughs> why do you nerf? Okay, good. Connor, why do you nerf? Um, uh, for a living. Yeah, that's actually that's <laughs> to, actually true. To eat. <laughs> and final question: What are your favorite mega blasters? Pete. Uh, Road of Fury. Alice, favorite Mega Blaster. Is that you cut out? Is that me this time? Because apparently yeah. I interrupted yeah, last that's time. That's you. That's you. Mega. Uh, I mean, it's hard to go wrong with the, the the twin shock. I think so. The Mega like big shotgun. Yeah. 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 It. Yeah. Twin shock. Yeah. It's just it's way. Konar, favorite Mega Blaster. Ooh. Either twin shock or the what's the uh, pistol one with the three internal. Oh, tri break. No, no. Tri break. No. It was oh, one of Magnus. The first... Magnus. Magnus. Yeah. Magnus. I like the Magnus. Oh. Eric. No, the Bulldog's the best. Bulldog is the best for the Dark Club, for sure. Eric, favorite Mega? Uh, Clearly the Mastodon. Mr. Yeah, Nathan, favorite Mega? Pretty one. Uh, I was going to say Twin Shock, but Alice took that one, so I'm going to say the uh, Thunderhawk, which I have come to enjoy. Really? Interesting. As a kind of an almost type thing. Yeah. But it's fun. That it's makes fun. more sense. Though. Yeah. It's yeah, cool. I, lo- I love it's chopping cool my fingers blaster. off. I like the guillotine effect when it chops my fingers <laughs> it off. It is dangerous. <laughs> I'm scared of it. Uh, I'm going to the Magnus too. I just really like it. And plus, it, it's a pretty good performance. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's all the questions we have. Uh, who are we still on for shout-outs? We didn't get a shout-out from Mr. Nathan, did we yet? It's only if you want to say something. Yeah, like, you do you, do you want to give a shout-out? Uh, I think it would be unfair of me to not shout-out the uh, anonymous fella who helped me out and made my indoor trip uh, possible because I was literally getting ready that day to make my apology video saying, Hey, this uh, not going to be able to make it this year. And he's like, that's not going to happen. And then things happened. So, uh, yeah. So shout out to him. I don't know if he listens, but if he does high five, um, nice for making this, uh, this trip possible. Connor, shout out. Thanks for people doing. That's a good shout out to good people doing good things in yeah. a wholesome way. It's one of the best things about our hobby. Good point. Uh, I'll shout out Pete Fuzzy Pete for uh, donating those blasters for the uh, the raffle. Neato. Pete, you got one yet or no? Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go with uh, Luke from Out of Darts because uh, oh. he kind of seems to have the new Helios from the Edge Line and the new oh that was him rival thirty round drum How on get his that? Instagram. It's, Wait, it's what? Like they yeah, keep up. <sighs> How do I get that? Hold up. Well, now Nerf has uh, Nerf Arenas. I'm going to have a competition. Uh, starting really? in Singapore. And, yeah, it's a possibility. So now Connor might actually have some competition. In some actual little... competition. How much swearing have we put on here? Eric's had one. Uh, you have, had you one? haven't done yours yet. Fucking bring it. Okay, there we go. There <laughs> we go. Fucking <laughs> bring it, Nerf. You get one. Everyone gets one. That's our rule. Yeah, Pete, do you want to use your one? Or are you good? Bananas. Okay, that, See, I it guess. wouldn't make sense for them to start something up by you. Yeah, Alice, do you want your one or what? Yeah. I think I already used it. Probably. But... Let's just all swear a lot right now. Who cares? Alice, I'll give you a few. <laughs> don't, don't do it yet. Don't do it yet. Don't Can we get Mr. Nathan? Can we put like something in the title about like Mr. some Nathan. fake quote from Mr. Nathan that's like sounds just like terrible? Like, take away this wholesome yeah. reputation. I don't think that's possible. He's too wholesome. That'd be great. Uh... 
And I guess I guess that's pretty much all the shoutouts. We're gonna wrap it up now. Anyone have anything last comments or? Yeah, I want to say home? one thing. Yeah. Hopefully you can hear me. That I wanted to say one thing. Yeah, I heard you. Um, this earlier about the 3D printed Raven. Uh, I looked it up while we were talking, and it's called the MHR B2. It is uh, by Mr. Heath Pants, the uh, the other Mister in our hobby. Um, so it's an MHP design, which we've had interesting but good experiences with them. Um, the thing that makes it, it is basically a uh, it's a raven, but long boy style and kind of cool looking. Um, but the thing that's pretty neat about it is it has a like a super duper long pusher, so that you can shoot two darts at a time. Um, it's based on the XR2 from Black Ops. So check that out if you wanna if you wanna build something like that. I actually really want to build one just to put up on the wall because I think it looks fantastic. But um, one of the gentlemen in ADL is printing one right now, so I feel like I'd like to check his out and take a look at it up close. Okay, so we're gonna bring it on now. We're gonna bring it on home, boys. So from uh from our family here at Detroit Dark Talk, it's been Detroit Dark Talk and uh hashtag free stuff. Yeah, everyone have a good night. We will uh, see you guys at End War. Stay fuzzy, my friends. I wish I had see a cool, you there, everybody. I wish I had a cool outro like that. Well, think of something. You Quick, have, right now. You have hashtag free stuff. Yeah, hashtag oh, free yeah, stuff. Oh, yeah, that is Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. Okay, see you guys. Have a good one. Time's getting